by making up for lost time. To Yesterday Today, the show that brings you the best of yesterday's radio today. I'm Jake Westbrook. Along with me is my highly intelligent, uh, social, and um, affectionate co-host, McLean Westbrook. What kind of introduction is that? Well, this is this is our Easter episode, so I, I looked up what the characteristics of bunny rabbits were, and those were the first two that came up. Why would you ascribe rabbit characteristics to me? I'm just staying topical. Besides, I could have called you a a long-eared carrot muncher. You wouldn't have wanted that. No, but you make me sound like a dog that hasn't gotten adopted from the pound yet. Well, hang in there. Your future owner's going to walk through those doors any day now. Why is this the kind of banter we open the show with? Couldn't we talk about, like, baseball or something? You can talk about baseball anytime, McLean. Rabbits are only relevant during during Easter time. Although I'm not I'm not entirely sure why. I've never really understood the connect. I don't know how Easter went from you know the uh, resurrection of Jesus to somehow eggs and rabbits. It's it's a very strange thing. I've never quite got. But anyway, on the subject of Easter, it's uh, time to start the show. So uh, let's let's begin with uh... with what. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to knock on the door. Someone always knocks on the door when they try to start the show. I mean, yeah, that's true, but I don't think you should take it for granted. Now you've interrupted yourself for no reason for... Ah, yeah, see, there we go, there we go. I told you, I told you, I told you. Swell. Go answer it, Nostradamus. Eh, don't need to get snippy with me. It's just like, you know, once you recognize a the pattern, these things are they're easy to see coming. Hello, oh my goodness. Well, happy Easter, folks. How are you fellas doing? Lenny, what? What? What are you wearing? Why, isn't it obvious? Just look at my ears. Or my cotton tail. I'm the Easter Bunny. Huh. So I'm not imagining it. Of course not. The suit looks good, doesn't it? Now, admittedly, I could have gotten the more expensive one, but this little baby gets the job done at a fraction of the cost L- of Lenny, the- no, yeah, do you do you care to tell us why you're dressed as the Easter Bunny? Huh, well, it's Easter, isn't it? You wouldn't expect to see the Easter Bunny in November, would you? He's really got you there. L- no, Lenny, I know it's Easter, alright, I get that. Why are you dressed like a rabbit? Is this a yearly thing with you, or-, or... Why, sure it's a yearly thing! This is one of the services I provide. Services? It's nothing weird. I get paid by parents to go around their yards, wearing my bunny suit, of course, and hide Easter eggs for their kids to find. Now, you're losing focus, uh, Lenny. Why the costume? Why the costume? Oh, well, of course, any parents can just throw eggs out in their yards by themselves every year. But what happens if the kids happen to see Mom or Dad plant the eggs? The illusion is ruined. The dream is dead. Childhood innocence and imagination is spoiled at too early of an age. Why, it's liable to give your kids a complex or something. It's, uh, interesting theory. Theory nothing, it's science. So I play the part of the Easter money. I go door to door and sell my services. Do you, uh... I wear the bunny suit when I go door to door, yes. You know... That's how I pictured it in my head. Lenny, you know how I always criticize your uh, schemes and whatnot? Yes, sir. 
you know, I'd always, I always say how dumb it is if you were selling uh, stretchable jewelry for engagements, or how how no one was going to fund your Alaska dog sled team, or why no one would buy your fake Irish genealogies for St. Patrick's Day. I distinctly recall that, as a matter of fact. Yeah, well, those scams were ill-conceived and malicious. This is just weird. Weird? Please go back to scamming people. Well, no, I'm not saying you should go back to scamming people, per se. I'm, I'm just, I'm saying, uh, uh... At least while you were scamming people, you maintained some form of dignity. Yeah, yeah. Well! If bringing joy to children's faces every Easter morning means sacrificing my dignity, then so be it. I don't have to take this kind of talk. I'm leaving. Well, guess we'll move on then with our show and... I, uh, got one of my ears stuck in the door. But uh, hey, since I'm back, maybe some of your listeners want to hear about my rates in case they're interested in booking No, I don't a... think so, Lenny. We're good. To start this off, some Easter music for you. Lenny, you can go. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Me, oh my, there's a lot to buy. There is shopping I must do. Happy Easter to you. You must take home Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Here's a lid for my lady's dome. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. This was made for the hat parade on the well-known avenue. This one's nice and it's worth the price. Happy Easter to you. Here's a hat for a pretty face. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Here is Never looked so gay 
Lovely ladies wearing new chapeaus Promenading with their bows For his Easter Sunday morning And spring is dressed in her best clothes Children wide awake since break of dawn Rolling painted eggs around the lawn Neighbors on their way to church who call Happy Easter to all Listen to my heart go ding dong ding Like the Easter bells above For his Easter Sunday morning And I'm home with the ones I love Children wide awake since break of dawn Rolling painted eggs around the lawn Neighbors on their way to church who call Happy Easter to all Listen to my heart go ding dong ding Like the Easter bells above For his Easter Sunday morning And I'm home with the ones I Here with me, it's Easter. 
you wanted. I told you to bring eggs and dye. Oh, I thought you said eggs and rye. Listen to me. I wanted to color eggs for the kids. Now you made a mistake. Oh, what a pity. Now we will have to make an eggnog. <laughs> she's my Easter lily. She's my April dream come true. She's a lily that's blooming just for me. In her Easter bonnet, Face to match her eyes of blue Just imagine how pretty she will be While the Easter bells are ringing And our happy hearts are singing We'll be married in the chapel on the hill On that Sunday morning How the sun is gonna shine On that sweet Easter lily of mine She's my Easter lily, she's my April dream Sweet Easter 
Noble and his orchestra with Ernie Newton and the chorus tell how happy all of us are to spend this Easter Sunday with you. Gee, I'd like to be with you on Easter Sunday. Lovely things to do on Easter Sunday. First, we'd walk around the corner to the church and pray. Pray the peace that Easter brings will be with us each day. Then we'd join the big review of Easter finery Everyone would look at you for you me All the dreams I knew will at last come true On
in town will all start talking when arm in arm they see me walking with two Easter Sunday sweethearts. What happy smiles we'll all be wearing. No millionaire could buy a share in my two Easter Sunday sweethearts. And after church we'll go parading. We'll all be dressed up in our Sunday best. Happy me, I want the world to see my happiness. That happiness will be no other than dear old dad and darling mother. My two Easter Sunday. Sweetheart, the folks in town will all start talking when I'm in love. They see me walking with two Easter Sundays. Sweetheart, what happy smiles we'll all be wearing. No matter. Proudest 
Continuing our Easter show as uh, we have our own Easter bunny in the studio, as a matter of fact. Lenny, we don't need to hire you to put Easter eggs in the alley behind our studio. Oh, come on! It's awful dreary back there! Just think of how some eggs would liven it up! Why do you want to put eggs there anyway? Didn't you say this was for, like, families with kids and yards? Well, yeah, but... If I'm being completely honest, I uh, haven't been hired by a lot of folks this year to egg their yards. Uh, do you think that might have something to do with you showing up on their front porch unannounced wearing a bunny costume? I figured it was sort of a demo of my services, really showing off how convincing of an Easter bunny I could be. Now, admittedly, I did have a few neighborhood watch groups that were rather hostile to me. Of course you did. Of course you did. Well, I hate to say it, Lenny, but I, I don't think we need eggs in the alley or anywhere at the moment, actually. Howdy-ho, fellas. It's, it's just me, Edmondo. Hey, uh, uh, security duties is getting pretty uh, boring lately. Not a lot of not a lot of uh, CD and shiftless characters hanging around the place. So we thought we could take up a hobby or something, if that's okay with you. We was thinking of doing, like, origami and maybe, like, making, like, little paper tigers and then and then smashing them with me fists because that kind of seems like something. Uh, why is that man dressed as a bunny? Well, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the Easter Bunny. Oh, the Easter Bunny, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm delivering eggs to people's yards. Oh, eggs, eggs in yards. Hey, uh, so, you know, for Easter, me was thinking, me would really like to get one of those little bicycles with the horn that kind of sounds like a car horn, but it's on a bike. It, well, uh, it... I don't really do presents. I just, I just focus on the eggs, mostly. Oh, well, okay, we can work with that. What kind of eggs you talking? We talking hard boiled? We talking scrambled? We like the me like them hard boiled. Me me like to eat them with the shell on and. Oh, all kinds, really. Pink ones, green ones, ones with the little polka dots on them. Oh, ones with little polka dots. Okay, all right. Uh, Mondo, that's, it's not really the Easter Bunny, he's... (laughs) Of course this is the real Easter Bunny. It's, as you know, imagination or fate in the innocence of, of magic, okay? Now, Mr. Bunny, let us go into the other room and we will discuss more about your eggs. Oh, sure. I'd love to get your business if you're interested. I could start egging your yard every year. Oh, that's wonderful, that's wonderful. Come along now. Come along, Mr. Bunny, come along. There's no way Mondo actually thinks Lenny is the Easter Bunny, right? You know, it's hard to tell with Mondo. Um, anyway, disregarding that, next up we have an episode of Jimmy Stewart's Western radio show, The Six Shooter, entitled 
Crisis at Easter Creek. The NBC Radio Network presents James Stewart as the Six Shooter, a transcribed series of radio dramas based on the life of Britt Ponsett, the Texas plainsman who wandered through the Western territories, leaving behind a trail of still-remembered legends. a Tuesday evening choir practice and quite a spell, but when Reverend Broom stopped by the Tropical Ranch where I was working and asked me if I could manage to take part in this week's rehearsal, well, I sure couldn't see how to do any harm, so I'm bringing in the sheaves, we shall come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Anyhow, there we are. About ten of us all gathered around. John Farley's general store it was. You see, the town of Easter Creek didn't have a regular church building yet. They held their services and social affairs in the mercantile while they went ahead trying to raise money to put up a community church. It, it was during the second verse of bringing in the sheaves that things started sounding a little peculiar, sort of like the voices and the music were sort of traveling different trails. First, I thought it was me. I never have been exactly what you'd call melodious, but uh, then the other folks were beginning to have their troubles, too. And it, holy smokes, it just was getting terrible. And finally, Mrs. Peebles, she, she was the organist, she just threw up her hands and stopped even trying to play. Well, we'll have Mr. Farley take another look at it, Elvira. I'm sure you'll be able to get it back into shape. There's nothing Mr. Farley can do. Or anybody else. It's plain wore out. You can't expect a thing to last forever. Oh, no, no, of course not. Seems to me that after all this time, something could have been done about buying a new organ. When I donated this one to the congregation, I didn't suppose I'd have to go on playing it all the rest of my life. But apparently that's what's expected. Now, now, there's no need to upset yourself, Elvira. Well, I can't help being upset. I I say I can't help it. How do you think I feel every Sunday? All those sour notes and that wheezing and whining. Folks are beginning to think that it's me. That it's my playing. Well, I've been humiliated for the last time. And I won't go through it again. But, but, but Elvira, we got to have music for Easter services. Music? Well, you certainly don't call that music, do you? Good night, Reverend Bruce. All right, everybody. Give me your attention, please. Attention, folks. Quiet down now, please. Quiet down. It appears that matters have come to a serious crisis. It's bad enough for a town by the name of Easter Creek not to have a proper building for Easter services. 
What to be without an organ and an organist? Well, it's a disgrace, a positive disgrace. Now, we mustn't blame Miss Peebles. That instrument has seen its best days. There's no doubt about it. So I propose that we take immediate steps to purchase a replacement. Just one thing, Reverend Boone. Yes, Sheriff. Where's the money coming from? Well, uh, now I've given that matter serious thought, Sheriff Appleton, and there seems to be only one possible solution to the problem. We'll just have to borrow from the building fund. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. sort of like robbing Peter to pay Paul, isn't it? No, no, not exactly, not exactly. Seeing as how we haven't reached our thousand dollar goal anyway, well, the money's just sort of lying there. Uh, yeah. no, I don't know about that. Uh, just how much do you figure a new organ will cost, Reverend Bruce? Well, I've done some investigating in the field, Mrs. Appleton. Last month, when Elvira's foot went through the pump pedal, it seemed like the situation was coming to head. The church over to Whitefield purchased a new organ just last Christmas, and uh, they're willing to sell us their old one. Uh, it's used, of course, but it's still in excellent repair. And they're only asking ninety-five dollars. No, 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 no. I'm afraid that's a bit more than we can afford, Reverend. We must have at least ninety-five dollars in the building fund. We've been putting money aside for the last year. No, no, we ain't. We got forty-two fifty. That's the total. Up to and including three dollars sixty-five in the cake bazaar a month ago. Forty-two fifty. Yep. I just had no idea. I was. We're shy over fifty dollars from what it would take to buy the organ, and there just isn't any way we could raise it. Not between now and Easter. Now, now, now. We mustn't give up. After all, we only need um, the fifty dollars. No, fifty-two fifty. Yeah, yes, exactly. Let's see. There was just someone who could take a firm grip of the situation. A, a man who... Mr. Ponson. Uh, yes, yes, Reverend. Uh, uh, Mr. Ponson, I know you aren't a regular member of our congregation, and, and you've only been in our midst a few months. But, well, I, uh, sure be glad to donate what I can to the cause, Reverend, but I'm afraid it'd only be a drop in the bucket. Oh, a donation wasn't exactly what I had in mind. Oh? I think perhaps you can be of more service in another fashion. Ladies and gentlemen, I propose that we appoint Britt Ponson, a committee of one to take charge of the organ raising. Well, oh, now, hold on a minute here, Reverend Brom. We all know that, that you're a man of strength and determination, Mr. Ponson. That you inspire confidence. And we trust generosity. Well, now, I, I'd sure like to oblige you folks, but what you're asking is just out of the question. That's all. You wouldn't turn us down in our hour of need. Oh, no, I'm not turning you down exactly. What I mean is, I... It just couldn't be done. Why, you've been a whole year raising forty-two fifty, and now you're talking about raising over $50 in just a few days. Well, we've been going at it the wrong way, I'm Mr. Potson. What? I'm sure your approach will be 100% more effective. My approach? Why, certainly. And just to show you how easy it'll be, we'll start things off by taking up a collection right now. Sheriff Appleton, will you pass the hat? But, uh... All right, everybody. Dig down deep. It's a wonderful thing Mr. Ponsett's doing in taking over this fundraising campaign. But, but I never said and a word. And here's our chance to let him know how Reverend. much we appreciate Reverend. Well, the sheriff finished passing the hat and poured it out on the table. 
And Reverend Broom counted it. $2.50. And yet the Reverend was real pleased, too. He said that that meant that I only had $50 to go. His nice round number. Well, not that I had any intention of taking this job of raising the money to get the new organ, you understand. I told the Reverend I couldn't do it. I told him just as plain as day that I couldn't do it, but somehow he got the idea that I had already agreed to do it, and no matter how hard I talked, he just kept, and the other folks, they, they were as bad as Reverend Broom. They, I was just outnumbered. That's all it was to it. So, early the next morning, I took my hat in my hand and started out. Oh, must have been getting around noon when I finally came back to the sheriff's office. Oh, come in, Bet. Come in. Morning, Abner. Oh, well, how's everything going? You, you've been out collecting? Yeah, yeah, I've been collecting. Well? Well, $11. That's what I got so far. Hey, $11, huh? That's remarkable, Bet. Simply remarkable. But the trouble is I've already asked everybody in town. Uh-huh. Except you, that is. Oh. Oh, well, I, I suppose I could give you a dollar, but don't forget I was in on the collection of Clarepax's. I... You ain't serious, Britt. You, you don't mean you really ask everybody else. I, as a matter of fact, there is one area I sort of skipped over. Oh? Well, there those cabins over east of the creek and the ranches out that way. I I haven't visited them yet. Well, you'd just be wasting your time if you did. I would, eh? Yeah, those folks wouldn't be very anxious to help out at church. Mess of thieves, cattle rustlers, every other kind of riffraff. Oh, is that what they are? Oh. Oh, well, now, that's just a general sense of opinion. And of course, if I could know for certain that we had any actual outlaws living around Easter Creek, if I was positive, that is, well, it'd be my duty to arrest them. I see. Uh-huh. But the fact is, they ain't caused any trouble here in town, none of them. I can't go around arresting people on rumors. Well, can I, Britt? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I understand Red Eye Kirk has a place somewhere east of town. Is that right? That's hearsay, Britt. Oh. Pure and simple hearsay. Oh, I see. Why, you don't think I'd let a notorious gunfighter like Red Eye live right here under my nose, do you? Well, it's... Too bad he's not in these parts. Oh? No, I was thinking I might like to pay him a little visit. Well, what on earth for? Well, as long as he's not in the neighborhood, I guess it doesn't matter. Kind of a shame, though. Oh, well, now, if you're really anxious to... Uh, what I mean is... Well, Britt, they do say there's a fellow who somewhat resembles Red Eye. He's got himself a cabin just this side of Deer Mountain. Just this side of Deer Mountain, huh? Hey, now, uh, well, wait a minute, Britt. Wait, wait a minute, uh... What in Sunday did you want to get mixed up with Red Eye Kirk for? What's he got to do with raising money for a new organ? Well, A, probably won't have anything to do with it, but it's just that I don't want to leave any stones unturned, you see. So long, Abner. It was about a half hour's ride out to the cabin Sheriff Applin told me about. Not much of a cabin, though. Just a shack at the foot of Deer Mountain with a corral off one side. Hmm. There sure were a lot of different brands on the horses in that corral. Well, 
I pulled up in the yard about 15 feet from the cabin door. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, Scott. Whoa. For a minute, it didn't seem like there was anybody at home. And then I heard the door start to creak open. The barrel of a forty-five poked into sight. The man behind it was tall, square-shouldered, and thick black beard, and kind of reddish eyes. Howdy. What do you want, mister? I'm looking for Red-Eye Kirk. Ain't nobody here by that name. Uh-huh. Well, maybe you'll do, then. What? My name's Ponsett. Britt Ponsett. Ponsett? Now, hold on, hold on. I'll just take it easy with that gun. Get him up. Get him up high. Oh, sure, sure. How's this? You alone? Yep, yep. I'm alone. You must be plumb crazy thinking you can take me single-handed. No, no, no. I'm not interested in taking you, Red Eye. I told you that ain't who I am. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yes, you did. Yes, that's right. Uh, you mind if I get off my horse? Well, just don't try nothing, that's all. And don't move toward your holster. Don't worry. That's close enough. Sure, 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 sure. Now, what are you doing out here, anyway? Well... The fact is, uh, you see, Mr., uh, Mr., uh, what'd you say your name was? Uh, Jones. Bill Jones. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mr. Jones, I've been given the job of raising some money. What? Now, now, don't get me wrong, it wasn't my idea, but since it was for such a good cause, I just couldn't turn the folks down. Good cause? A new church organ. That's what I'm collecting for. What? Now, you see, the one that Reverend Broom's congregation has been using, it sort of gave up the ghost last night, and what with Easter coming on, I... Well, it, Are you it, joshing me, mister? No. No, of course I'm not. You mean you're out here trying to raise money so you can buy a church organ? That's right. Go on. Get moving before I take a shot at you. You won't give me a hand, huh? I wouldn't give you five cents for every church organ west of Mississippi River. Now, it, it wasn't your money I wanted. What? No, no. No, it wasn't that at all. And what the devil did you come around bothering me for? Well, I was thinking that uh, you're a pretty influential man with some of the folks here about. And they'll toe the mark if I tell them to. You can bet on that. Yeah, well, that's just the impression I got. So what? Well... It seemed to me that if I was to go moseying around these parts alone, some of your friends might not look too kindly on the idea of giving me donations. <laughs> they sure wouldn't. But on the other hand, if if we were to approach them together as a kind of a team, you might say. A team? That's the general idea, yeah. You... You want me to go along with you? I sure would appreciate it if you would. And and help you raise money for a church organ? That's that's right. <laughs> me taking up a Sunday school collection. Well, that's the doggondest notion anybody ever had. <laughs> what do the boys think? Huh? Jack Denton, Wisconsin Billy. Why, it'd be almost worth it just to see their faces. <laughs> <laughs> you sure got a sense of humor, Ponson. And you know something this here crazy scheme of yours? I'm going to take you up on it. Uh, you know something, Mr. Jones? Uh, you, know, you know something? 
I kind of thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to The Six Shooter, starring James Stewart as Britt Ponsett, the Texas plainsman whose name has become a legend throughout the great Southwest. And now, Act Two of the story called Crisis at Easter Creek. Well, the first place we came to was a farmhouse about a quarter of a mile south of Red Eye's cabin. At least it had been a farmhouse once. And there sure wasn't any crops growing in the vicinity now. The porch sagged off at a slant, and the windows were stuffed full of papers and rags. Even the front door looked like it was about to slide off its hinges. The place really looked deserted, but Red Eye gave me the nod, and we pulled up and dismounted. Red Eye, he had a great big grin as wide as a full moon spread all over his face. Been there ever since we started off. Hey, Danton! Get out here, Danton! It's me, Red Eye! Uh, well, I'm, I mean, uh, well, I guess you know who I was anyway, didn't you? Well, I, I, I had a pretty good idea. Howdy, Red Eye. What can I do for you? Denton. This here's Britt Ponson. Ponson? Howdy, Danton. Now, don't you worry, Red Eye. Even if he did get the draw on you, he ain't turning you over to no sheriff. Oh, put your gun away, Denton. Huh? Use your eyes. Ponson ain't covered me, is he? Then, what are you doing riding along with him? Oh, we got us a little project. Now, you explain it to him, Ponson. Well, the fact is we're collecting money to buy a new organ for Reverend Broom. What? That's right, Jack. Oh, Sounds to me like you said money for a new organ. I must be getting locked up. I sure ain't going to argue that with you, Denton. Well, come on. Come on, fork over. You... You mean you're serious, Red Eye? Of course I'm serious. And he must be holding a gun on you. I ain't got all day, Denton. How much we need, Britt? Well, let's see. Uh, Twelve from fifty. Uh, Thirty-eight dollars. Well, you heard him. Uh oh, oh, sure, sure, Red Eye, sure. Uh, now, uh, just let me look in my purse here. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, two $20 gold pieces. How's that? Well, I, I didn't mean that you had to contribute the whole thing. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, just just keep the change. Just keep the change. Oh, well, thanks a lot. My pleasure, my pleasure entirely. Well, uh, was there anything else, Red Eye? Uh, no, no, I guess that'll do it for now. Uh, let's go, Ponson. Yeah, sure. He's going he... I'm glad you boys stopped by. Anytime I can... Well, you know where to find me. <laughs> now, we'll stop at Mike Morgan's place next. That's just down the road. Well, that's mighty considerate of you, Red Eye, but uh, we, we don't need to make another stop. What? Well, what are you talking about? Well, $38, that's all we needed, you see. Oh. See, the, the organ's all paid for. Now. Well, uh, 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 there must be something else the Reverend needs money for, ain't it? Oh, I suppose. Oh, doggone it, Ponson. I'm enjoying myself. Besides, it wouldn't be fair to the rest of the boys if Denton was the only one who got a chance to do a little contributing to charity. At least we can do is stop at Mike Morgan's. Since how we're so close. I said, well, whatever you say. Whatever you say, Red Eye. Well, we 
made about eight more stops before evening, and I must say that all of Red Eye's friends are mighty generous. Why, I even had to turn down the offer of a couple of cows for the cause, seeing as how there was some doubt as to the legal owner of the stock in question. But the gold and the silver and the paper money, well, there just wasn't any way of telling how that was come by. At least, uh, wasn't any way I could think of. So by sundown, I was carrying quite a load of cash. And we were riding away from Slick Wilson's place when Red Eye gave a little sigh and looked at me sort of disappointed. Well, guess I better head back home now. Sure, Red Eye, sure. <laughs> What's the matter? I was just thinking about how Mike Morgan tripped over his shotgun when I oh. told him what it was we wanted. Oh, Nearly yeah. blowed himself right over the bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of a close call, wasn't it? Doggone it, I don't see why Wisconsin Billy wasn't at home. Well, he'd have been fit to be tied. Well, we did all right about him. He's say, say, it's a Brit. Oh, why don't you come back tomorrow, huh? Oh, no. He'd probably be around there. Oh, no, no. No, thanks, Red Eye. I, I got a... Well, I got a whole whole lot more than I ever expected. I, and I sure do appreciate your assistance. Oh, pleasure's all mine. <laughs> well, good luck. Same to you. Same to you, Red Eye. Come on. It was about an hour's ride back to town, but before I'd gone more than halfway, I I got the feeling there was somebody following me. I sure didn't like it either. Not with all this money I had in the saddlebags. So I gave Scar a little touch of the spur. Come on, boy. Come on. Come on. Let's go. I heard the other horse pounding up the trail after me. Let's go, boy. Come on. Come on. Let's go. His first shot was over my head. There wasn't any point in trying to outrun him. Scar being as tired as he was. So I slid out of the saddle and I rolled over behind a rock. He was still coming, so I eased my gun out of the holster and inched up to get a look at him. He was a big fella, holding his revolver loose in his hand like he didn't figure on using it. Well, I didn't figure on letting him rob me either. I waited until he was about even with the rock where I was hiding. Then I stood up. Drop it! Drop it! Okay, okay, take it easy, Ponsip. Why, you know who I am, huh? Red Eye told me you was heading this way. I've been trying to catch up with you for the last 15 minutes. You... You mean Red Eye sent you after me? I'll say he did. Well, I'll be darned. Huh. I thought I had him figured different. Well, I suppose he told you about the money, too. Sure, yeah. sure. Here's mine. Hmm? My share. Catch. What? Your, your share? For the church organ. Name's Wisconsin Billy. I was out when you come by to collect this afternoon. Oh, Oh! Then I wanted to make certain you got my donation. Oh! Oh, I see. Now, do you mind handing me my gun? You're your guy? No, not a bit. Here, here you are. Thanks. Well, so long, Ponset. Yes, yes, so long, there. I simply can't believe it, Mr. Ponson. 
There must be over a thousand dollars here. Just about, Reverend. Just about. Enough for the organ. Enough to build a church, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Ponsett. Yeah? Now, you mustn't think me ungrateful, but I'm afraid we can't accept this money. What? Well, you see, Sheriff Appleton told me where you got it. He did, huh? Now, mind you, I don't have any objections myself. I think when help is offered, it should be accepted, irregardless of the source. But uh, some of my people, they aren't quite so broad-minded. And the idea of permitting Red Eye Kirk and those other outlaws to donate to our fund, well... Now, it... now, now, just hold on, minute, Reverend Brown. Now, just hold on. Now, when I was talking to Sheriff Appleton earlier today, he claimed that there weren't any outlaws in the vicinity of Easter Creek. Well, we don't like to admit that our town is a, a haven. Uh... Why, the, why, the sheriff said that if there were any bandits around here, it was his duty to arrest them. Of course, that would mean getting a posse together. It would probably mean a lot of shooting and killing. Well, Mr. Ponson, everybody knows it. I mean, it's common knowledge. And as for Red Eye Kirk ever having anything to do with that money I raised, well, I, you could be mistaken, Reverend. But, but you were seen riding along. Well, it, it looked like Red Eye. Didn't Sheriff Applin ever tell you about the fellow that lives out near Deer Mountain who's supposed to be the spitting image of Red Eye Kirk? Didn't oh, you ever now, tell you about Now, Mr. Ponson. No, no, even if... Some of those fellows on the other side of the creek are sort of outside the law. Now, I'm not saying they are, mind you, but even so, you know, accusing them of being criminals, it might stir up a whole lot of trouble. That's true, of course. And besides, Sheriff Ablin says they're law-abiding citizens, and he's your duly elected sheriff. He sure ought to know. Hmm? Well, night, Reverend. I'll uh, see you in church. I guess there was a little argument about whether or not to accept the money, but Sheriff Appleton finally convinced folks that they didn't have any right to turn it down. So by the following Sunday, Easter, the congregation had a new organ. And the service was real well attended, too. Now, I, some of the folks didn't look like regular church doors. They... But Red Eye, he, I mean, uh, Mr. Jones, he explained to me afterwards that he and his friends just wanted to make sure their contributions had been put to a good use. I don't know if they've been back since, but you never can tell, you know. Reverend Broom preached a real fine sermon that morning. Yesterday, today, we're wrapping up our Easter special just in time for Easter Sunday to begin. Say, Mondo and Lenny have been gone a while. Do you think we should be worried? Worried? About what? Well, if Mondo does think that Lenny is the Easter Bunny, uh, actually, I, I don't know what that means, but it can't be good. 
Okay, crisis averted, everybody. You know, great work. Great work all around. It was a little touch and go there for a while, but we've made it out alive, and you know, in the end, really, that is what counts. Mondo, what are you, what are you talking about? Where's Lenny? Oh, oh, Lenny, he's fine. The police took him away. It's okay. Look, hey, me, me had to go along with the delusion about being the Easter Bunny and all that. Just, just had to make sure, as, you know, as security around here, it is my job to make sure that crazy people, they don't explode into fits of maniacal rage. So you got to humor them a bit. You know, it's tough working with the criminally insane, but it's, it's me, it's me job. This is what we signed up for. It's me job, okay? Me put me life on the line every day out here, and, you know, it's a Good thing that we called the police, cause they they got they, they had gotten reports today about a man wearing a bunny costume and wandering around neighborhoods. So anyway, it's crisis averted. Everything okay now. Good work, you know. Everyone, you can go home and enjoy the holiday with your families. You know, we out here keeping the streets safe. All right. Okay. Sayonara. Merry Christmas. So uh. Do we have a moral obligation to go explain things to the police and help get Lenny out of jail? Well, Mondo does work for us, so I yeah, I suppose we probably should. That's what I thought. Well, we don't have to hurry, though. We can get food first. You know, the diner down the street has a uh, delightful carrot cake, I'm told. If you want more Yesterday Today, visit KISU.org or wherever you get your buck-tooth, long-eared, cotton-tailed, Carrot Munchin Podcast. Never saw such a lovely gal. Happy Easter, happy Easter. Where, oh, where did you get her, pal? Happy Easter, happy Easter. My, oh, me, what a hit she'll be on the well-known avenue. Me, oh, my, you're a lucky guy. Happy Easter to you. Happy Easter, happy Easter. Happy Easter!